Sophie. Hi, how are you? Um, really happy to actually be speaking to you. Oh, I think you're amazing. Your music oh, is insane. So I'm, I'm so thankful that you could come on my podcast, Chronic But Iconic, because I think you are very iconic in my eyes. And I just, I'm so overwhelmed to be speaking to you. I really am. Well, uh, that's so lovely of you to say. And, you know, obviously your story is equally incredible to me. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, so for you to say that to me <laughs> when I feel exactly the same about you, oh. I hope we'll have a lovely chat today. Yes, definitely. So I just wanted to sort of introduce you and maybe you can mm-hmm. give it some background about your health and your story, really, for the listeners to have a listen to. Yeah, of course. Um, well, I think what really struck me when I first became ill and you've probably found the same yourself, is just how yeah. similar your story is to so many other people's. Yes. Um, it becomes overwhelming. when you, I, I think I found in the early days that was just as overwhelming as becoming ill in itself because you think, you know, if, if, you're, um, if it's just you that this has happened to, you can feel like, well, you know, that's my bad luck and that's all. Yeah, but then you feel crazy as well because you're like, am yeah, I the only one absolutely. in the universe? And But then when you see the enormity of the amount of people that are, are living with chronic illness yes. and facing the same, same problems that you are with getting treatment and getting listened to and getting taken seriously. Um, Definitely. When it's such frightening time it was for me anyway because um what happened to me was I was fit and healthy I was running around after the kids I was working full-time um and well I say fit and healthy I guess it was a situation where you keep having these niggly things but you yeah you're busy and go oh, I'll be better tomorrow I'll be better tomorrow and yeah. you keep pushing and pushing and then one day um my body just said no I'm not doing this anymore and um I collapsed whilst I was at work oh no luckily for me I was at work you know yeah I was around people a lovely job wonderful colleagues yeah yeah and um so I was just sat at my desk and really the the way I've always described it is that it just felt like a bolt of lightning hit my head. And um, I I was told afterwards that my eyes had rolled back and I was... Oh, no. And um, it was just... It was a really... It was out of the blue and it just stunned my whole system, I think. Yeah. Um, So I kind of went home and booked in to see the doctors um and they said you know take some time off work and then as you do you go oh I don't need to take time off yeah work. I'll go back to work and um and I did and I felt a little jaded and I felt a bit slow but I thought well being at work working slowly is better than not being at work at all exactly. so I'll just go yeah, go at a pace that I can I can manage. Yeah. Um, and then I just 
was slowing down, getting slower and slower. And I just remembered looking at my colleague over the desk and saying, I think I've hit a brick wall. And then at that point, I just just slumped over my desk. I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. Yeah. Um, and I had to call an ambulance. And that was oh, really gosh. the start of it all. Yes. Um, me so it was quite a scary traumatic it was was, yeah Yeah. and it's there are times when I look back on that moment and I do still get chills because at that point I had no concept of what actually was beginning yeah then and what it's gonna lead to um so yeah that was a it was a big day (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And like you say, it's just so hard hitting because you're so used to being on the go, you know, work life, you can balance it with your normal life. And then all of a sudden, everything, like like you said, like you hit a brick wall, everything just seems to overwhelm you. And you just seem to buckle and you don't understand why, because you're so used to your body bouncing back for you, performing for you. And when it doesn't, it's very easy to start blaming yourself because you you do think it's yourself you think it's a weakness you think you can just sleep it off yeah and when you can't just go to sleep and sleep it off you start to question yourself and your mind and and yeah that's I mean that's a huge point because looking back obviously um you know I'd been poorly for a long time without really knowing and I just I suppose there were so many times when I was looking at other people thinking, why can't I do that? Why don't I have the stuff yes. to keep going the way that they do? And you yeah. see that as a weakness in myself. And the amount of times of where I've said, oh, you know, because it's not that your mind doesn't want to do these things. Like inside you want to do things. Yeah. Um, and the times that I've said, oh, you know, this silly body or my stupid body won't let me do what I want to do. And then when yeah. I discovered actually what my body had been fighting and what my body had been actually surviving through, I've, I kind of now pat myself on the back and go, well done, body. Like, thank you for keeping yeah. me alive and keeping me going as long as you did. So, um, yeah, there is exactly. an element of... Um, why am I why have I got this weakness why aren't I strong enough to do yes that everybody else is doing exactly but I think I mean yeah I think you're amazing because obviously you started your music as well and and maybe we could just say like what inspires you and your current projects and goals with that because of course you went through this awful time of where it was a brick wall you didn't know what was going on and now you start you know starting to rebuild your life and you know finding talents and hobbies that you enjoy and try to work with your illness to you know keep achieving those goals and I think that's great I think what what you said there is absolutely it is it's finding a way to keep achieving and certainly yeah in the earlier days um I mean I honestly had no intention back in the earlier days of making music a career yeah back then it was it was um it was an outlet I'd always been a I'd been a singer in the past and so in a way I felt like returning to music was 
my way of reclaiming some of my identity from Lyme disease and of course yeah the chronic illness that you know I'm I'm not just that poorly girl I'm I'm still this person as well yeah and what became apparent was as much as I wanted to work as you'll know yourself you we just don't know yeah what our days are going to be like or even what our are going to be like so I was thinking oh it's so unpredictable it is and you can't plan in advance and it's very difficult to make promises to people because there's always that niggle of course am I going to be well enough on the day to yes definitely and so I realized okay if I want to work again I'm going to have to work for myself and yeah so what I've had to look at was like what have I got left okay I know what's been taken away from me but what have I got left to work with and yeah it was the music because I knew that on good days when I had a voice I could sing and record on the not days I could write lyrics or do maybe some of the admin side of things you know yeah quite yeah you could balance it exactly it could move with the ebb and flow of of however I was feeling that day and also because you're so passionate about your music when the passion's there the dreams and all of that jazz is all in there and that's what motivates you and drives you through the bad days absolutely knowing that you know you've got those goals and those dreams absolutely because you you have certainly for me anyway it's just that sense of having a purpose and having having something that I feel like to get up for yeah and I can still achieve something with my life you know regardless of however the rug was pulled from under my feet I've, I still am able to achieve things. Um, it's just, of course, put me on a different path than I was originally. And it, it's funny, my, my son said to me a while ago, you know, if you hadn't got ill, mom, you wouldn't be making music now. And he's probably very yes. correct. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of things to be thankful for, I guess. And I think that's a a really strong message that you've just sort of brushed upon there about, you know, plan A 
is not always the way forward. Yeah. I think in school, we're told that, you know, we need to pass our exams, we need to go to yeah. uni, this is the path we're going to be on. And then when you get knocked off that path, you just, you're completely lost. Yeah, you're kind of floundering. For so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For so long, you've been, you were like, I've got to be on this path, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And then when it goes away, you just have no idea. So I think it's really, really important that we have to be open-minded that plan A isn't always for us, even though we might believe it might be at first. Sometimes things have to happen in life for us to work out, you know, plan plan B, plan C, or even plan D might not even be the one for us. We just have to explore and be open-minded and not think, oh, this was a failure, I'm a failure that's it let's give up because that's not the attitude to have no and just because one way doesn't work doesn't mean that you're a failure and it just means find another way and and that's yeah that's all I've tried to do and I mean and you as well I mean you you are in a very similar position to me because probably more so than me because you had like real amazing goals to be reaching for oh thank you uh, yeah I mean I can only imagine how devastated uh, you must have felt when when all that happened for you but well yeah and you know it was my passion like music's your passion and I think it's very difficult to redirect your life mm. especially when you've given so much of your life to one thing well, yeah, you do feel lost the swimming, I mean that must have taken I mean your life must have been completely dedicated to it with the, the training and everything I would imagine yeah well it was like 24 hours a week yeah. and then I had school on top so there was no time for hobbies there was no time to spend with my friends so like you say when I lost it and that you know I was on one track mind plan yeah. a plan a um, that you know you do you just people are because they're so driven and so focused yes so you you do and it's that quite singular mindset yeah and it's crazy how many of the Lyme community are such high achievers um, but yes. I think that is great a great inspiration because you see people struck down so badly but they are so determined not to be bed bound not to be house bound and I think we have to sort of lead the way on that front because I think a diagnosis sometimes is very hard to digest. Yeah. And to some people, they see it as a life sentence. Yeah. And yeah, okay, you have to have that time where you grieve and you adapt and you accept the diagnosis. Yeah, but then you have to really process definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we all have to go through that. Yeah, but and at you the have same to allow time, yourself to do that as well. Yeah, but we also only get one life and mm-hmm. we have to make it the way that we want it. And like you have with your music, you put your life and soul into that. And what you're, you know, you put out into the world with your lyrics is from the heart. Yeah. And it's so inspirational. Everything that I write is from the heart. And like quite, yes. quite often, the songwriting process the music is really is my therapy and I suppose has been part of my grieving process because of course when I write quite often (laughs) I'll shed a few tears when I'm writing certain songs because that's my therapy and that's my my healing as I go along and I think probably 
you can see a change in the style of my writing and yes. the mood of my music as time has, has gone on because I, I, in the beginning it was like each song I wrote was just another layer of, of the onion coming off. Just, a morning. Yeah, and just being able to yeah. get those emotions out and deal with that that layer because there are so many layers to it your your life changes but your family's life changes as well and the the dynamic of all your relationships change and it's it can be extremely overwhelming so for me music has been really a vehicle to just deal with and and shed a lot of that life packed into the car you're still yelling across the yard Tarmac beneath my wheels Head high and zero feels out what you just said because I think exactly the same that I have never to date met one person in this community that isn't amazing I or that yeah full and active life or that wasn't lifestyles yeah I've never met anyone said oh well I'm quite happy just sat on the sofa all day anyway I mean it is yeah I have, uh, and it's another positive that I do take away from this whole experience. Just the amazing people that I've had the opportunity to meet. And it's crazy because you think, well, a lot of us go through a period where we lose quite a lot of friends because friends don't understand. But then you sort of think, well, you you have a, a, a point where you're a bit alone and you don't know where you are. But once you start connecting with people within the community, yeah. you realise that there's so many people that are just amazing people and really that amazing. you just connect with. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, they get it, they understand. And I think that's another message, you know, people have got to be brave enough just to maybe share a little bit about their stories, share a bit about their life. Yeah. And they people will relate to them people will find comfort and people will reach out and I think like you say with your lyrics people will listen and just be able to relate and find comfort and even if they don't reach out just listening to the lyrics over and over again will just soothe them and inspire them and I think it's not just all about managing your symptoms and helping you deal with your health but it's the fact that you're making such an impact on other people and helping them in so many ways that you don't, probably don't even see, yeah. you know, I, which I, is I, great. I mean, at this point now, uh, and I, I had a beautiful email from somebody last week saying, 
you know what the song had meant to them and how how the lyrics had helped them and as a musician you you make music and you hope that people are going to enjoy it but of course as a songwriter to know that your lyrics are touching someone's heart or empowering them or speaking to them in any way there's there's no greater high because I know what I'm feeling when I write them and I know I know the healing that it brings to me so to think that that warmth and healing can reach somebody else is is an amazing feeling and actually there's some days when it's knowing that it's helping other people that's the only thing that that's keeps a, me going yeah that's the motivator yeah yeah absolutely yeah and I think that's that's a great message really because like you say it's not your music isn't just helping you manage your symptoms but you're helping so many and and that's that's so amazing but I just kind of wanted to brush upon you know maybe you could highlight your worst symptoms and how you cope with those symptoms just to sort of help people be able to relate a little bit more um well I back in but back when I first got ill um my symptoms were were very similar to a stroke um and I actually spent three weeks on the stroke ward in hospital um before you know no actually it wasn't a stroke and usual story we don't know what it was but we can it wasn't a stroke and yeah but I couldn't speak at all um and for about a year and a half I couldn't speak maybe more than a few words or a few sentences um and was having that's crazy yeah and so it's taken quite a quite a lot of dedication to build my singing voice back up of course Um, of course and then I was having daily seizures that could just be triggered by sense or noise or just too much activity um yeah and they're just oh I couldn't couldn't walk at all I know I couldn't feed myself I couldn't take oh, no. to the toilet um so my husband had to be called was your guardian ever. angel yeah um yeah our family obviously rallied around to keep life as normal as possible for the children of but course. I was lucky enough to receive uh treatment from america um Bad. which enabled me to start speaking again and so I'd say my, my symptoms are very similar to the early days, just at a lesser level. Yes. Um, so and, and I think as, as time goes on as well, you you learn to adapt a lot more. Absolutely. You learn to accept. Yeah. And I think when you start to accept, you start to think, right, I'm going to take life on. Yeah. And you see it in a completely, completely different way, your illness. And I think that really helps as well because you just, you get fed up of just, allowing it to beat you yeah and you think no I'm not allowing it to beat me anymore so Um, and I think that shift yeah I can remember when I actually got to that stage of acceptance and it was actually I feel it was more difficult for my family than it was for me and when I started talking to them about 
you know, I just need to accept that this has happened and that this is my life because I need to be able to start living again because yes. it was just this search for what can I try next to try and get better? What can I do next? And at, at one point, yeah. I had to say, oh, I need to be thankful for the level of energy and health that I have today. And yeah. I need to use the level of energy and health that I have now. And um, I feel like maybe some members of my family thought that was a sign that I was giving up. And I had to say to them, yeah, the opposite. I'm not giving up. I am saying I need to start using what I've got now. And I need to start yes, finding and be a way grateful. Yeah. And finding a way yeah. to, to live again. So yeah. that's really it's all I'm trying to do. And it is it does take juggling and um it really does. Yeah, because you I mean, we've already touched on how difficult it is trying to make promises to people when you have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea what each day is going to bring. Of course. And and and, and like for yourself, you've you know you've got a husband, you've got children, yeah. and you're trying to manage your music, which is sort of becoming your career. And you know, people don't understand that they probably just hear your music and think, oh, she just does music, yeah. and you, they don't realize all of the work that you actually do at home as well no, that, you know juggling a family is a full-time job in itself it is. You know? and as you know your energy is is rationed every day yes so you know if somebody says oh can you just do this for me or can you record this for me it throws you off it, yeah and what they don't understand is that or no, I shouldn't say that what some people maybe don't understand is that me saying yes to you potentially means time taken away from spending with my children because I've only got yes. this finite amount of energy per day and obviously yeah. my children went for several years without having me as their mom at all because I was yeah bed bound unable to speak or do anything for them so they have to be yeah. my priority they have to be at the top of of the tree uh, when, of course, when it comes of to allocating course. right what jobs am I doing today or what can I achieve today? yeah um so there's there's that aspect of juggling time and energy that okay well if I do that have I got enough left for the children it, it yeah it's not as cut and dried as just being able to take on a job and and do it um and no, I completely understand. I'm, and it's a it's an interesting subject for me because in the early days, um, I had um, a Facebook page and a blog, and I documented everything because I felt, and I think as a lot of Lyme patients feel, I felt obliged to do my part to raise awareness. Yes. Um, so. I shared everything. I completely yeah. let go of my vanity and I shared everything that was oh. happening. And I did that for um, maybe three or four years. Um, yeah. So when I moved into making music my career, 
I stopped all that because I felt like there was momentum going um, with in lots of this. There's more in the news these days. It, it didn't seem as important that I kept um, speaking about myself. Um, yeah. So now I feel because I've I've put that to one side and as you say people just see a finished product or they see something I've written or posted and maybe don't realize that I'm not doing everything in the moment I've had to pre-prepare things and um, yes. schedule things um, yeah and I, I'm at a point right now where I'm thinking do I actually need to talk about this more because Okay. Within the yeah. industry are maybe expecting things of me that I can't always yes. deliver. And by and actually by uh, presenting a a glossy storefront, I suppose, um how, yeah. how would they know what goes on behind the scenes or actually what it does take to um you know to get to that that final product. So that's actually where I'm at Definitely. At the moment, whether I do yeah and I think vocal. it's like I'm going through sort of the same thing with with my health because I'm I'm struggling at the moment to balance everything yeah. and you kind of think like you, you, you get mad at yourself because you feel like you're not balancing everything yeah. and when your health goes bad you're like oh I just want to sort of live life a little bit because I don't know what's around the corner or, no. you know, what's going to knock me off. And I think it's very difficult because, like you say, you feel like you've got a role that you have to play and that you need to help save and protect lives. And, you know, we, we all have hearts. Yeah. We, our hearts are in the right place. All the work that we do do, a lot of the time, is for other people. It's not to benefit ourselves. Yeah. And that's another thing that I think people forget yeah that you know it is hard work and we are trying to put others first but at the same time sometimes we have to just regroup a minute and just say I need some Sophie time or yeah. you know I need to allocate some time for life because like you say you've got children you want to be there for them you want to experience life with them as well but also you want to you know follow your passion and follow your dreams yeah and and you can so easily twist yourself up into not thinking well I'm, am I selfish because yes. you know should all of my time be dedicated to the children and should I not be doing music at all but I think like you say a lot of what we do is for other people and I think I felt yes. a huge obligation like my children were only like six and seven when I was yeah. first ill and, you mm -hmm. know, that was a lot for them to wrap their little heads around. And so I also felt a huge obligation to them to show them it doesn't mean that it's the end <laughs> for mommy. And it doesn't mean yes. that just because this has happened, I still can't achieve something because I needed to set that example for them that no matter of course. what life throws yeah. at them, they if they dig deep enough or look hard enough, they're going to find another way through. And I just, I needed them to have that lesson and not just see. Definitely. You know, my daughter, she's only just recently starting to open up about the impact that it had on her at the time. 
And right. you know, one of the things she said to me was, Mom, it was like living in a horror movie, watching what was happening to him. Oh my gosh. So you can imagine that That's soul like, destroying yeah, to hear. It was a, oh, yeah. it was dagger in my heart. And so it really just reinforced for me this importance to show them that you know there's still a way forward there's always a way forward yes. if you look hard enough and just because bad things happen it doesn't mean it's the end so again, no. it's not just for me it's it's to show the kids hopefully um a good example as well yeah and well you're giving a a, a great great example because like we said before it just goes to show that plan a that maybe they've been taught at school yeah. that they need to do this that and the other isn't always the way to go and that it's okay to sort of pave their own path yeah, exactly. and explore yeah i i would always always advocate that for the, the kids you know just go, yeah. go where your heart takes you and and i think that's a lesson i've learned i definitely absolutely loved my job i loved where i worked um but i guess what this illness has done has brought me back to my passion um so, yes. yeah it's been a lesson for me as well and one that i will say to the kids you know before you <laughs> be, before you settle down and do what yeah expected just go for it go for your dreams what what's in your heart will be behind exactly. you yeah um we only get one shot at this game and I think that you know when when you go through ill health like we're saying you have that mourning period you have you grieve your old life yeah. and then you sort yeah. of like kick yourself up the bum and say actually come on yeah like you know we can still enjoy life and even on my worst worst days I always try and do something even if it's just like sit in a pub and listen to other people or take a walk just so I can feel life see life and realize there still is a purpose out there there still is a reason to fight because you know when symptoms are bad it is hard to see the light and I think we have to do the little things just to just to prove to ourselves and to other people that there is a purpose in life and they can still sort of strive for their dreams if we're doing the same. Yeah. I hope and I I hope so. I hope that message gets to people because I mean I'm I'm still mostly housebound at the moment. Um because yeah. I still have um a lot of neurological symptoms that mean I struggle with a lot of noise which sounds ridiculous that I work in no but um I can I can handle noise coming from one direction but in a one source but in a in a set in a public setting where it's coming from all around it very quick I very quickly deteriorate or it can trigger a seizure so getting out is still a, a bit of a, a challenge. challenge for me but yeah you are right you do have to find the things in life that that bring you joy and for me Definitely. that will be just you know even if I'm not well enough to sing that I would just sit and play on the guitar for a little bit or sit in the garden yeah a bit. And, and it's just that just a bit of sense of healing really yeah. and just having that time to chill out for you because we all need that time just to relax and yeah. 
recharge so then we can give our energy like you were saying the limited energy that we do have into like you know your music and your children and and life in general but we have to make sure that there's that balance there definitely and 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 it's that thing of getting over feeling you know am i selfish taking this time out or then yes that's very difficult if I take this time out, I know I'm going to be in a better headspace for when the kids get from yeah. school or, you know. So being kind to yourself is actually good for everybody else as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I just wanted to sort of finish off by allowing you to give all your information out and your Facebook page and Facebook group so Aww. people can start finding you and exploring you because I think you're amazing and like you're saying you've got new music coming out which is very very exciting yeah. and of course we're going to have you back on towards the end of the month as well to promote that because I think it's amazing but please please share Aww. where everybody can find That's you that would be awesome you. well um my if you can head to my website which is www.lauracbrown.com and all my links to social media are there I'm I'm in all the usual places yeah and Instagram and, and Twitter um and I I try to to post as regularly as I can um of course but, you know when when I do it is always lovely to know that people are listening or people are are getting something out out of the music definitely to connect with people so it'd be lovely um if you want to pop along and and find me exactly and we're going to pop some clips into this uh, interview so people can sort of listen as well because I think people just need to listen to a snippet so they know uh-huh. that this is really, really great music. Thank um, you, Sophie. You're just, so, you're just so, so inspiring. And I just think it's great because it's, you know, music is so, I, I don't know, it just reaches into the soul and people can really, really, really relate and find comfort. And especially on the dark days, we just need a shining light and an inspiration. And I think you are such an inspiration, oh, like so I keep saying it. you're getting that work-life balance right and life balance I'm trying I don't think I get it right every day but I'm trying and again I'm in a massively fortunate situation that I've got an amazing family around me and yeah not everybody is is lucky enough to have that and again that's another one of the the blessings that I count is that you know my husband really believes in my music and really encourages me um and that in itself is a godsend so I you know I've got I've got a lot of support around me and um I couldn't do it without that support so no and that that's it's just amazing and like I was saying you know you're going to inspire other people to go and chase their dreams and that I think I need to take a leaf out of your book about managing life and well-being because I am very quick to blame myself for taking some time off and I don't think I deserve time off because I do a lot of work from home so you know it's not really work in my mind and I think that makes it difficult as well but like you're saying you know you need to take time to live life you need to take time to cherish the people that are there for you spend time with them and um, grow with them as well 
and um, we only get one life, so you've got to make the best we of do. it. And I think that's a really important message. And, and I think you know, working from home, there is there is that thing that you slip into. That I mean, I quite often I'm working from bed. I'm I've got my yes. laptop and I'm sat and I'm working from bed, and you know, I, I actually spoke to my mum yesterday, and I've been really quite poorly the last few days, but. You have. She said to me, oh, you know, have, have you got anything done? How's your music? Because she knows I would rather talk about that than about how poorly I've been. Your health. And that yeah. I could say, okay, well, I've not been well. However, I managed to You've update done the website. Yeah. I've managed to do this. So, you know, again, it's just my yeah. family know that I like to focus on, like, what have I achieved today rather than how terrible that's today yes. been. And and that's another important message to always highlight the positives yeah. over the negatives because there's so much negativity around that you just want to zap it away yeah. and you just want to bring back the light in life. Yeah, and it's not that I don't get negative because I do. I do have moments no. where... And we need that for our mental health. Yeah, because I think it's quite dangerous not to. But then <laughs> equally, I get yeah. quite cross with myself afterwards for going, oh, you know, why did you yeah. let that get the better of you? But sometimes... But again, it's, it's balanced. Yeah this, is, yeah, this is frustrating and this is not what I expected life was going to be. But then you regroup and you go, mm, yeah, but it is what it is. So let's let's get on with it definitely well it's been an absolute joy to oh, speak to you today laura i've really really enjoyed it Me too. and we will get some clips in of your music in this interview today but also we will sort of re you know regroup towards the end yeah, of the month when brilliant. your music is going to be coming out and and people can start ordering it and listening because they need to listen, really. I think it's amazing. Oh, thank you so much. I've um, really enjoyed our chat today. It's lovely to get to oh, speak to Oh, thank you. you. Of course, and I can't wait till next time. Yes, we'll look forward to it very much. <laughs> thank you so much again, Laura. You've been an absolute joy. And speak soon. Take care, so Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hummingbird, can I talk to you? I think that you might know what I'm going through And there's so much a life and song can teach To a lost soul, vagabond life